The Rudy Giuliani Show. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm with you again this Monday. We get started on a big week. Probably the last of the official summer, I would say, as we go into Labor Day. And it doesn't feel like it's the end of the summer. I never thought we even had a summer. This has been really uh, about as active as any period of time ever with historic developments happening just about every just about every week. And uh, and then uh, from my point of view, and I think yours as uh, Republicans and as conservatives and even as Democrats with respect for the Constitution, I don't know if this summer hasn't done more damage to the Constitution of the United States than any. So the raid, the raid, the raid, the raid. I spent yesterday reading history. Don't recommend it to Joe. It might give him another brain fart. But um, this is probably the best example since uh, since the 18th century of a bill of attainder or general warrant. Let me tell you what a bill of attainder was. A bill of attainder was a bill that could be produced by uh, the law enforcement of the uh, British colonies when they owned us. And it generally was for customs, for things that would fall under uh, the guise of customs. And it would provide, if you got the bill of attainder, you got a general warrant. And you were allowed to search not just for the items that might fall under the customs declaration. You could search the colonists' entire house. You could even take it over and live there if you wanted. So that's why the uh, Fourth Amendment to the Constitution, which is not just a trifling thing, it's uh, one of the reasons that uh, George Washington put his life at risk to create uh, America. It's one of the reasons that thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of men and women have died to protect the rights of, of, of Americans. It's, uh, in short, and if you don't believe it, go live somewhere else. It's sacred. It's at the core, like, uh, freedom of religion, like uh, freedom of speech, both of which have been trashed and destroyed by the authoritarians in the Democratic Party. It's one of the reasons we have a republic. It's one of the reasons that those men who are now having their statues torn down, it's one of the reasons why they put their lives at risk and put their names on a document that had the the war turned out as predicted, they all would have been subjected to the, uh, to, to the tender mercies of a brutal uh, tyrant. And they would have been hung or shot or tortured the way Nathan Hale was. One of the things they were fighting for at the top of the list was to be free, comfortable, safe in their homes. It's an English expression, isn't it? A, man, a man's home is his castle. I guess today we'd say a man and a woman or we'd have to have a big fight over a pronoun. But a person's home is their castle. I don't want to get anybody left out of this, okay? Well, that's the Fourth Amendment. You could be a king. And that little 
little cottage that you had because nobody could get in there and you could be private there. And you could do the things there that maybe you didn't want other people to know. Maybe you're embarrassed of probably no reason to be embarrassed. You just are. That's the way we're constructed. That's the reason communism and socialism don't work. We do have a part of us that is instinctually, genetically individual, religiously individual. And if we don't respect that about each other, we're not, we don't have a civilization. Well, that broke down because the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution prohibits general warrants. Now, that's real simple. I'll make, make it real clear. A general warrant is I come into Giuliani's house and I can take anything I want. Just because Giuliani is alleged to have what? We don't even have to say. That's what the British used to do to us. Many, many of the people that volunteered to fight the British and who died fighting the British did it in order to do away with general warrants. So when they wrote the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution, Madison, who people now want to, uh, uh, who now people now want to um, de- de- destroy, wrote it right in there. He just didn't say that it protects the right of the people from unreasonable searches and seizures from the government, but it is uh, a guarantee that the warrant will be specific as to place and as to item. Put it in there. That warrant is not specific as to item. Uh, A specific warrant doesn't take nine hours uh, to uh, execute. A specific warrant doesn't have an FBI agent confused and he takes a passport or he goes into Mrs. Trump's bedroom. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or hate Trump or think the worst lies about him or still believe the Russian collusion. That was a that, that if that were done to a Islamic terrorist, everything seized would be suppressed. The liberal press would now be going crazy that we have not only violated a constitutional amendment. We violated the the entire historic 300-year-old fight for this right. (laughs) And this isn't the first time these people have done it. And he does it just at the time that he has now accused us of being semi-fascist. Now, these Democrats coordinate everything because they're in the propaganda business. They're in the business of lying and creating false rationales. And they're in the business of projecting. So, the Republicans were colluding with the Russians. No, no. They were. And with the, and with the, uh, and with the Ukrainians. It's Hillary and Bill who got millions from the Russians. It's Biden who got millions from the Chinese and have gotten away with it because of the corruption in our government and in our media. But they blame it on the Democrats. They blamed it on Trump. Trump. Trump was colluding. They were. 
Trump had a conversation, they said, with, uh, with the president of Ukraine, extorting him and bribing him. There are no words of extortion or bribery in there, remember? No quid pro quo, no quid pro quo. Go listen to Biden's conversation with Poroshenko. It's filled with threat, bribery. It's exactly the conversation they lied about, shifty shift lied about, who should be in prison. It's exactly the conversation that Biden had, except he attributed it to Trump. And half of you bought it. And strangely, you made him president. How did you do that? Do you regret it? If you don't regret it, boy, there's something wrong with you. Look at this country. Have we ever been more divided? But Joe Biden was going to unite this country. I said, you can't unite this country as long as we have two systems of justice. Ever. You can't unite this country if every single person walking around this country knows that what happened to Donald Trump would not happen to Joe Biden because it hasn't happened to Joe Biden. If every person in this country knows that if Hunter Biden were Donald Trump Jr., he would now be in jail with several long prison sentences and his father would be on his way to jail because he was the primary beneficiary of the bribes collected by the son. There isn't a person in this country that doesn't know they're treated differently. All you've got to go now is look back on the raid. Did that take place when Hillary Clinton was found out to have destroyed 33,000 emails? There's no allegation that Trump destroyed everything. If, If these things... If these things were handled negligently, what's the damage done by it? Are any of them destroyed? Are any of them missing? Have any of them turned up in the hands of, like, the kind of spies that uh, uh, Swalwell had around him, his, his prostitute spy? Or Senator Feinstein's 19-year Chinese spy? Or the laptop that Hunter left with a, uh, with a Russian prostitute spy? Or the new laptop that he left with somebody? Did any of that compromise us the way taking $31 million from China for the Biden family compromised our national security? Did it compromise us the way Bill Clinton losing the codes compromised us? Did it compromise us the way Hillary Clinton smashing up the hard drive and, and bleach bidding it did so you could never find out what was on it? None of, those, none of those people were searched. None of them. And what Trump did pales in comparison to what they did. And you want to unite this country and do that? And then how about this weekend? Let's listen, let's listen to the uh, imitation of Biden that we have in New York in terms of IQ, Hochul. Let's listen to her attempt to unite New Yorkers. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. 
because you don't re you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. Where the hell does she come off having to say that? Where does she come off telling me I'm not a New Yorker? I've done a hell of a lot for New York than she ever did. What the hell has she ever done for New York? Tr trying to do a, a crooked stadium with her husband? That's it. I mean, that's going to be a big contribution. Putting up a stadium for four times more than it's worth so every Democrat in the world can shake it down, so every union can get four times more than they should. So she had to put another $4 billion in so she could pay off all the other crooked Democratic politicians. And her husband has the... Has the her husband has all the stands that make millions. I never did that. I put people like that in jail, Hochul. What, you ever do anything about the mafia, Hochul? You ever do anything about terrorists, Hochul? You ever do anything about corrupt businessmen? Did you ever put a single corrupt politician in jail? Anybody ever threaten your life for trying to protect your city or state or country? No, because you're a useless hack. And you're telling us that we can't be in New York? What is it, a dictatorship? What, do you own it? You didn't even get elected. You haven't even gotten elected, and you can't put three sentences together that really make sense. I mean, you're a big, silly dope who, who lives, in a, lives in a state that's brainwashed. God almighty, you're telling Zeldin he can't be a New Yorker? The guy served our country in the military. He's not trying to make money for his wife. You are. You're trying to make money for your husband. We'll be right back and we'll talk a little more about the incredible hypocrisy and then a Biden's fascist comment. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Well, I mean, we had quite a uh, weekend in New York. I haven't looked at Chicago, and I'm not. I will, I will tonight because um, I just go through article after article, police report after police report. More than a dozen people were shot just in a very short period of time. Uh, 1.30 p.m. in Brooklyn, a man and woman were both shot in the arm. The 5721 Avenue H. Earlier in the day, a 44-year-old woman was, was shot in the head. She was pronounced dead. 42-year-old man was shot in the back, in the leg, I'm sorry. He was pronounced dead. Three people were killed and, uh, were, and several were shot in a span of 24 hours in the Bronx. This is um, this is really just just horrible. This is horrible. What's going on in in this in this city? And meanwhile, um, the governor, who's supposed to be in charge of the subways, where crime is up by sixty seven percent, because he's trying to figure out how to shake the state down for money. Um, she, she's throwing people out of New York. 
and she's in a fight with DeSantis. Um, and let's just listen to, I mean, this is, this is a whole Democratic theme now of um, basically denouncing Republicans and making them beyond human. They're horrible people. They're not just politicians who disagree. But who, who are really the horrible people committing the crimes? Who, who was lying about Russian collusion, the Republicans or the Democrats? Who was lying about the conversation with the president of Ukraine, the Democrats or the Republicans? Who suppressed the hard drive so the American people voted for a lifetime crook as president and didn't know it? Republicans or the Democrats? And those are the ones that are lying now, too, about January 6th, about the stolen election. Same ones are lying. Same ones are telling the truth. Doesn't change. Let's listen. Let's listen to probably. He could be right at the very. At one point, I I, uh, uh, thought of Charlie Crist as the most dishonorable and dishonest man that I had ever dealt with in politics. This is the guy who was a Republican, became a Democrat. He's run uh, three times statewide in Florida. And after being treated to him as governor, he's been defeated each time. I think he's been defeated three out of four times. And the interesting thing is it's all after his first time. So they all figured out what a phony he is. But, I mean, it's just, they must be passing this around as the idiot's talking points because two of the biggest idiots in the party, Hochul and Christ, have now used it. Let's listen to a brief little comment from Christ in the way he describes his opponent, uh, DeSantis. He is on the battlefield of hate. I am on the battlefield of love. Well, he's on, uh, he, DeSantis is on the battlefield of hate. That's, you know, we add that to systemic racism by Biden, right? Uh, of course, now this uh, weekend, uh, Biden really, really did it. I mean, he really went to the top of the chain and put, sort of put a fine point on the fact that we have definitely become just like a communist country where uh, we um, criminalize and demonize the enemy. I mean, first of all, we put the enemy in prison. We raid their houses. We don't give them the same rights that we give the members of the party. And now we see why, because as Biden explained, we are all semi-fascists. MAGA people are all, not just Trump, not just Trump. His supporters are, are semi-fascists. Now, I want you to just pause for a moment because it tells you a lot about, about Biden that he said that. First of all, that's the tactic of a dictator to demonize your opponent. And I don't say that lightly. This is also the guy that introduced more mandates than the American president. Governing by dictate is what? In a democracy, we govern by votes. In a dictatorship, we govern by dictates. What's the uh, student loan uh, uh, forgiveness, the largest in the history of the United States? Is that an act of Congress? Or is that dictated by the king without a single vote in Congress. Tell me he doesn't think he's a dictator. And we deserve it because we're semi-fascists and we're all systemically racist. And he's not? I never said the things about black people that he said. 
I never had friends like he had that were in the Ku Klux Klan. All I ever did is save the lives of black people, and all he ever did is put them in prison for way longer than they deserved, while his son did far worse than them. And he has the nerve to say that we're systemically racist? He has the nerve to say we're fascist, and he just broke into the home of the former president based on bull? Based on a dispute over documents that every president has? Not a document destroyed, not a document burned, not a document missing? No 33,000 emails done away with? No no computer uh, whitewashed? We're the fascists? Hey, moron, because I've known him for 35 years, and I told you he's the dumbest man I ever met. What does semi-fascist mean? Boy, I'd love to have a debate with him, but of course he couldn't have it. I've always wanted to have a debate with him because I wanted to prove that he got left back in the third grade. Well, we'll talk about that when we when we we'll go back to the third grade and show Biden when we come back. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you for the second half of our show, which is uh, concentrated on how we we now have arrived. I think at exactly where the Democrats wanted to be which is we're pretty much a fascist country. He is creating a socialist economy. By a socialist economy, I mean uh, more people um, – Looks, I mean it's pretty close to more people not, not uh, contributing and paying taxes than paying taxes. And the people that are paying taxes are, are carrying it for the people who aren't. We're now going to let a whole bunch of the chosen off from their uh, honorable and honest debt and we're going to let people who didn't go to college have to pay for it or people who were honest enough to pay. Uh, that's that, that's a, the hallmark of a, of a Leninist society. Uh, we now have concerted efforts to demonize uh, the Republican Party. Uh, Hochul wants to throw uh, the Republicans out of New York so we can have a one-party, officially have a one-party dictatorship in New York, which we actually do have, and a totally corrupt city government. Uh, which they also have in Philadelphia and the other places where they stole the election. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the candidate in Florida who's been rejected three out of four times by the people of Florida because he's probably one of the slimiest liars you've ever met, uh, Charlie Crist. I'll tell you the whole history of just what a slime ball he is, the former Republican, uh, and what a liar he is and what a terrible governor he was. And uh, he's back, and he's selected as his running mate, uh, a close protege of Randy Weingarten, straight out of the Communist Party. I mean, it is really great. Uh, uh, she's, uh, she's a defund the police, uh, fund the teachers, defund the police, let's not have any school anymore, um, let's pay teachers money, but they don't have to teach, uh, parents should stay the hell out of education. I mean, she's just fabulous, the one that he picked. Uh, and, and by, by the way, Charlie probably doesn't know it. Charlie is not exactly, uh, again, the brightest guy or the sharpest bulb. Or in his case, really more, does he have the energy to do the job? He certainly doesn't have the integrity. He will lie straight to your face. He's the one that says that DeSantis is full of hate and he's full of love. That's what we need. We need a candidate who's full of love. Do you know what he's really full of? I can't say it on the air. 
You know what he's really full of. And they're going to beat the hell out of him. And I have the honor, which I will describe to you sometime, of getting the credit from Senator Scott of defeating him the last time he ran. Senator Scott will tell you that I was the reason that he won the election and defeated Charlie Crist. I don't believe it's true, but Senator Scott will tell you that. And I will, when I get a chance, play for you a ad that went viral that beat the living daylights out of that miserable liar who fits the modern Democrat Party to a T. This guy could be, if they ever needed a stand-in for Swalwell or, um, or Shifty Schiff, this guy'd be a good stand-in for Swalwell or Shifty Schiff. And he just happens to be running against the best governor in America. So let's see what happens to him. Let's hope the people of uh, Florida are as intelligent as they were last time. I think they are. And the, and the ones that are being sent there, I mean, you know, as far as um, as far as uh, Adams and uh, Hochul and De Blasio, if you don't, I mean, if you don't like me, just leave. You know, that's not the way Ed Koch approached it. He tried to keep the people in New York. Oh, and by the way, uh, failure mayors and governors. When Pataki and I were governor, uh, he was governor and I was mayor, we gained tremendous population. And after a while, we didn't have to even go encourage people that came to New York. They came to New York because we were just the opposite of you. We were honest, we were hardworking, and we had policies that worked for the people. And we didn't try to enrich ourselves while we were in public office. And we had Republican policies, which actually work, rather than... uh, pseudo-democratic parties that really are communist or socialist. And why are all those the cities and the states that are losing population? Because you, you guys can't govern. You just can't govern. So let's take a few calls. Let's go to, let's go to, uh, let's go to um, Larry in Brooklyn. Yeah, hi, Rudy. Uh, don't worry, you're not alone. I share every bit of your distress. Um, I'm a little confused about one thing Sure. Regard, regarding the raid. I, I heard Alan Dershowitz say that we shouldn't blame the judge, Bruce Reinhardt. Uh, we should blame Merrick Garland for instituting the raid. Now, you described, you described this, uh, this warrant as akin to a bill of attainder, and the Fourth Amendment specifically says no bills of attainder. Now, if that's the case, then why shouldn't we blame the judge? He gave the okay to an old Yeah, you should boy. blame the judge, too, because the judge gave him 11 days to do a return on the warrant, indicating that uh, this was not very important. I mean, if I'm a judge, right? I mean, Alan, look, Alan's always been on the defense side. Alan's never gotten a search warrant. He, I mean, I've, I've gotten search warrants at 5 in the morning, 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning, gone to judges' houses and gotten them. I mean, sometimes Alan is great, but sometimes... He's not. And Alan's just dead right. wrong here. I mean, this, this, this should be suppressed. Uh, I haven't seen the rest of the language, but I'm going to doubt that it makes a really good case for why a search warrant has to. You also have to make a case for why a search warrant has to be used. You have to, you have to show that it couldn't be done by uh, subpoena. Well, he's got a couple of problems there. First of all, he already, it really, already was done by subpoena. They got 15 boxes. Number two, if they tell the truth, they actually visited there. They weren't obstructed. They got to see all the boxes. They examined all the boxes, and they further secured them. And they wrote a letter to, to telling the Trump people to keep it that way until further notice. 
unless something dramatic happened in between, and I think it'd have been leaked if it was. There's no ba- you have to demonstrate why why a, a a search and a raid when other things have worked in the past, and if you did, you would belie that by giving them eleven days. Because the reason you'd need a warrant when a uh, when a subpoena worked in the past because something is happening quickly, and you're afraid that if you serve a uh, a subpoena, they'll get rid of things or they've gotten rid of things, and then you wouldn't give eleven days. Suppose it leaked, they'd have a, they'd have a universe to to change things. Suppose people were messing around with documents, you could give them eleven more days to do it. So I think the 11 days blows the warrant right out of the water as being completely, actually ridiculous. And then the Bureau tells you how serious they are by taking the weekend off. This is a big, important warrant. President of the United States, national security, nuclear secrets. But it can wait until they get a chance to get sun in in Florida. They got it on a Friday. They executed it on a Monday. You can't change those facts no matter how much Democrats want to lie. And why is it a bill of attainment? Because they searched the whole damn house. You can't do that. You got it. it has to be specific as to items. And now they're saying you don't need. Oh, you know, they are such liars. I hope Alan doesn't fall for this one. You don't have to have a master now to look at these. The government has already looked at the documents and decided which ones are privileged and which ones aren't. Where does the government come off deciding what's privileged and what's not privileged? How how do they know what's attorney-client privilege? They weren't his attorneys. (laughs) Not only that, they weren't too nice to his attorneys. They raided his attorney's house. (laughs) They tried the best they could to put his attorney in prison. (laughs) I know what's attorney-client privilege. I was his attorney (coughs) at the time. So were several other people, but I was the principal one. What the hell does the FBI know about what's attorney-client privilege? And, gee, you think they might be a little prejudiced? And and what does Alan think about the fact that the judge was too prejudiced to sit on the case involving Trump and Hillary, the RICO case involving Trump and Hillary, which is about the same thing, same matter, really. But then five weeks later, what, he, all of a sudden he becomes a fair guy? This case is horrible. This warrant should be thrown out. It, it, uh, how, how can you, in a case of this importance, have the slightest question about the integrity of the, of the magistrate? And the magistrate himself has told you that he got off a case because he's prejudiced against Trump, and he's the one... That's deciding this. And once again, this doesn't stink to high heaven. Let's go to let's go to uh, Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Hi, Jacqueline. Um, I uh, I just want to add to what you said about uh, I refer to her as hocus pocus because she makes the truth disappear. And also, uh, <laughs> okay, I like that. I'm glad you do. Uh, and also pocus. Mr. Biden. Yeah. What do you call um, Biden? Just dummy? Uh, well, well, uh, you really want to know? I refer to him as the buffoon. Yeah, well, that would fit. I mean, that fit his whole life, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, they're the ones that are the fascists. It, it's, it's ironic they are. that 
Yeah, and Hocus Pocus had the audacity to use the word morals, that we don't have the same morals that they do. They don't have any morals at all. All they want to do is kill babies, impose the agenda of the Rainbow Alphabet Mafia on children from the age when they're old enough to speak and understand the spoken yeah. word. And yeah, how so, about this? What, what, you know, people can have all different wide views on abortion, but there are very few people that would, I would think, think that abortion's okay in the last month. They passed a bill allowing abortion that it could take place two minutes before the baby's born. Okay, they passed the bill. They then had a standing ovation and a party celebrating it. That's sick. That's sick. I mean, it's one thing. I don't know. It's one thing uh, if on a on your crazy analysis of human rights, you think a woman has a right to make that decision. But to think that's something to celebrate, you got to be a sick person. You got to be a sick person to think that you should rip a, a, a baby. Eight months in the womb, out of the womb, and crush its skull. You've got to be a sick person because the mother can't handle it. There are a lot of things we can't handle in life, uh, uh, but we're not allowed to crush skulls over it. Where the hell did this, this, this narcissism come from that we can just kill because it would be too inconvenient for us? You know? oh, it can be t- if, the, if the baby has a, has a disability, uh, let's kill it. What are we talking about? Do you realize this is the reason our society is in the condition that it's in? What I'm saying to you now is at the core of these people and their policies. And at the very top of that party, they're evil people. Biden's an evil person. I don't say that lightly. I'm going to ask you to consider the following. If you had a son like Hunter Biden, and he was about 17 or 18 years old, and he displayed signs of an addictive personality. Would you make him, uh, would you put him in a life where he's going to spend the rest of his life with some of the most dangerous, some of the most crooked, some of the most dishonorable and dishonest people in the world? Like Whitey Bulger's nephew? Like uh, the biggest organized criminal and, uh, in, uh, in Ukraine, Mr. Uh, Zloshevsky? Member of both uh, Ukrainian, uh, this, guy, this guy played the Russian side. The one we supposedly oppose. Would you have him taking money from the wife of the most crooked mayor of Moscow, who is alleged maybe to have something to do with why he's no longer the mayor of Moscow? And she's and she's the richest woman in Russia and uh, Putin's best friend. And she doesn't get sanctioned by our crooked president. That's not evil. It's not evil to give cash to Iran. When Iran sponsors terrorism, what do you think, Obama? You think I'm stupid? You really think we're stupid? You know, Obama, I met you. I talked to you. I'm half a lot smarter than you are. You're a phony. I know why you gave cash. And if you don't know why you gave cash, geez, baby, (laughs) you really are a moron. You gave cash because it was going to terrorists. We don't send money to governments in cash. We send it by wire. You know who we send money by uh, uh, in cash? Yeah. We send it to the mafia. We send it to terrorists. We send it to people who want to hide it, who got to go in the mountains and give the money out so they can kill Americans, like the Cuds for us, 
unlike Soleimani, who you, Biden, didn't want killed. What kind of deals you have with him? And you, you don't think, Biden, I don't know why, you didn't keep the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China? You don't think it entered your mind as to how much money you got from them? Hmm? It didn't affect you? Show me if you've made that much money in the United States. Is your biggest benefactor China? And how can you be president of the United States at this time in our history when the big, your biggest benefactor for your family is the Communist Party of China? This is crazy. It's only because uh, the media has brainwashed us that you're president. This is very, very sad, and we're in a very difficult situation, but we're getting ourselves out of it because we're Americans and we have democracy and we have the right to vote. We're not semi-fascist, whatever the hell. What the hell does semi-fascist mean anyway, stupid? You're half fascist, half Nazi, half communist, half killer, half mafia. But some days we're good and some days we're bad. Well, I tell you what, pal, you're all fascist. And a big chunk of your party is and a lot of your governors are. That's exactly the way they acted during the pandemic. And boy, when it was over, they didn't want to give up that power. Because you know what fascists are at the core? They're sick bullies. When we come back, we'll have the mayor's final word. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by an organization that uplifts my spirits and should yours as an American. And it's Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers takes care of our uniformed members who lose their lives in the line of duty or who become catastrophically injured. And they're there to build homes for them. They're there to take care of the mortgage. And Frank is there to love them. That's what he's there for, with a lot of people supporting him and helping him. I'm talking about Frank Siller. Their march, by, I mean, their, their, march their run is going to be at the end of next month. And we're going to talk a lot about it because I, uh, <laughs> I was originally against it. For one day, less than 24 hours. You know who talked me into it? Frank Siller. I was against it because I didn't think I could give up the, um, I didn't think I'd give up the, the, the roadway for it at that time. This was only two and a half weeks after September 11. And Frank just started in, and two minutes into it, he had Giuliani in his hands, and I've done anything he's wanted since then. The man's a great, great human being. You know, I did say I didn't look at Chicago, but I did. Uh... Nine dead, 25 wounded, including a driver who fled to the police station. Every weekend, every weekend, every weekend, 50 years of Democratic rule. Please, I know I'm a Republican. I know a lot of you people hate Republicans. I know I get people that come up to me and say to me, Mayor, you were a great mayor. I loved you. You turned things around. Then you went to work for Trump, and since then I hate you. I have no idea why you hate me, because I did my job as an attorney. Attorneys, I mean, wh- whether, whether I like Trump or you like Trump or I don't like Trump, 
you should you should uh, you should respect me for taking on what I knew was a difficult cause. You think when I started representing him, I thought I was going to be popular? You think I thought the New York Times was going to write really nice things about me or continue to distort my record the way they do as mayor? Have you ever read in the New York Times that I was one of the best mayors in the history of the city? I was. That's not, I mean, that isn't, that isn't ego. That's reality. I'm also one of the worst at a lot of things. But uh, I knew this was going to be a, ba- a battle. When I first heard about uh, Biden's uh, pro- problems, that Biden was in this in a criminal way, I said, man, it's going to make it really tough because they can do everything that, to protect him. I didn't think it would be this bad, though. And that's really my final thoughts. It is this bad. Uh, it's much worse than I thought. I've had this conversation with the former president, as well as others who were part of his administration and prior administrations. Uh, none of us thought it was this bad. Uh, and I was one who thought it was bad. I would have to say, and I hope, uh, I hope uh, former President Trump doesn't take this the wrong way, but I think I understood better than he did how bad it was. Now, he knew, he talked about deep state before we got there. He talked about uh, draining the swamp, right? And uh, so I'm not saying we didn't know it was going to be really bad, but he was he was more he, he was more optimistic that it could be turned around and they really aren't that bad and they just need the right leadership. And the, I was more like I was when I took over city government. Get rid of more. Let's let's err on the side of you works with them. You're gone. And if I can't get rid of you, civil service wise, I'll you know in this in this case I put them in Alaska. And if they like the cold, I'd put them in. The Virgin Islands or something, which is the way I got around uh, the city thing. I could f- I fired the ones I could fire, and I made it very unpleasant for the ones. But how am I gonna how am I gonna change the city if I have a bunch of people who agreed with Dinkins? How if I went in now and took over the city? How would I change the city if I had a bunch of people who agree with putting people out on bail, even though they're gonna rape four people before we catch them again? I mean, I could have all the greatest ideas in the world if I don't have the right people. So part of the art here is not only developing the right ideas, and the ideas are there. I mean, George Pataki was on last night on Fox, and he said, I don't understand it. I mean, the formula is there. And, and uh, he, when he, he became governor a year after I was mayor. He supported us 100%. He initiated the same things in the rest of the state. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm, there's going to be plenty to cover this week. This is going to this is going to be this is going to be a this is not going to be really a vacation week. This country is in a battle for its life right now. These people have announced that they truly are fascists with that comment about Republicans. So, God bless you. God bless America. Say a prayer for our country and thank God that you're an American. I love my Italian heritage and the food that goes along with it. That's why on Sundays after church, I head over with my father to Italo's Fine Foods on Forest Avenue in Staten Island with our list from mom. They have two locations on Forest Avenue, 1566 and the new one at 725. It's family owned and serving Italian specialties since 2014. They also have a full catering menu, the freshest meats, imported San Martano tomatoes from Italy, and the best mozzarella. Order in store by phone or online. They even deliver. ItaloFineFoods.com, I-T-A-L-O, FineFoods.com. Tell them Vinnie Madugno and WABC sent you. Manja.